into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night, not from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, instead from scenic Mobile, Alabama, the site of the 2022 Senior Bowl. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the best in the business with the one of the largest selections in the state of Tennessee of quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Of course, you know DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. A great offer to tell you about later on in the show. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs can be found at Brymac.com. And of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and me on A to Z Sports Prime Time can be found at GaryAshton.com. Okay, so here is the situation. Here is the circumstance. Uh, Jared Stillman on 102.5 went out there yesterday and said that Aaron Rodgers reportedly is moving to Middle Tennessee. He said specifically, Stillman did, to Franklin, Tennessee in Williamson County. He also said that, and we're going to play, in fact, we'll play this full clip for you anyway, so you can hear from Jared because apparently he is demanding of more credit and so credit shall be given before I begin to pick apart the uh, report at this point. And like I said, I have called Stillman this morning to discuss this right before I went on the radio to ask him whether he really wanted credit for this thing or not, because we're going to give it to him. But the the larger point being is that I was able to confirm, and A to Z Sports was able to confirm, that uh, Austin Stanley in particular, that uh, not only is Aaron Rodgers moving, but not to, well, he's building a home in not Franklin, as Stillman said, but Brentwood, Tennessee. Uh, Randall Cobb is also coming to the state of Tennessee. He is, of course, a Tennessee native. And Clay Matthews, who was already a resident of Franklin, Tennessee, um, a couple of former Packers teammates around Aaron Rodgers, one of whom is planning on making a return. Some uh, three-legged dog says some people work like Buck. Other people spout lazy hot takes. Well, listen. I mean, he's not, he's, he's correct, but the problem, the problem, well, he's partially correct. And we'll break down the, uh, we'll diagnose the clip together. Cause I've got the clip for you. Cause like I said, Jared wants credit. We're going to give it to him. Um, but with all that being said, there are some harsh realities associated with this because in, in the, in the discussion of this conversation, I think there are some very, very important things to note about why this is happening, and really, frankly, whether it's a story or not at all. And you may tell by my tone which way that I'm leaning. But, of course, we'll start with your Two Rivers Ford take and ask you guys how you feel about this. Big deal, little deal, or no deal in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Your Two Rivers Ford take. Let me know, big deal, little deal, or no deal, Aaron Rodgers building a house in Tennessee. Give me your response in the comment section, and we'll discuss together. And as you do that, I will tell you in the meantime about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business with one of the largest selections of quality American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford will put you 
in position to succeed because they're going to make sure that they find you the best vehicle for your family's budget and for your family's needs. That's exactly what Two Rivers Ford is doing. Their sales staff does not work on commission, so there's no pressure on you from them to purchase a vehicle because they're making a paycheck either way. Two Rivers Ford has literally won awards as far as their customer service is concerned. Two Rivers Ford is in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So we got Shane McFizzle on Twitter saying, no deal, ridiculous speculation, not reasonable. Real uh, Adam Real uh, says, I guess Schefter announced a take prematurely and got away with it, so why not Jared? Uh, Joe Williams on Facebook Live says, no deal until there is a deal. Anthony Hill says, big deal. He may get a one-year deal somewhere. Uh, well, he's under contract, Anthony, and here's like here's the thing. Maybe, maybe this ends up happening because I'm not – I'm not a <laughs> Nate Burnt. Nate's burner says your credit is being a known Tana choke lover. So there you go. Um, well, listen, this has nothing to do with Ryan Tannehill, right? This is about the story or story. All right. That's being discussed. That is in fact true, but something that has almost nothing to do with the Tennessee Titans. And here's where, here's how I want to break this down. All right. Cause I think people need to be made aware of harsh realities. But before I give you the reality check that you may not like, before I give you a little bit of medicine, why don't I give you a little bit of what uh, Jared was doling out yesterday on his radio show? According to multiple sources, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Franklin. The second thing, a source tells me Rodgers would be, quote, open to joining the Titans. That's all I was told open to joining the Titans and a talk to another source in which at least some of Rogers current Green Bay Packer teammates think there is no way Rogers is going back to Green Bay. So that is Jared Stillman discussing uh, what he believes that he has learned about the situation with Aaron Rodgers and coming to the state of Tennessee, uh, courtesy of at Jared Stillman, because again, he would like some credit regarding this. But with Jared's statement, as far as I'm concerned, the more that I look at this and the more that I break it down in greater detail, um, it's just not a story to me. Now, here's let me explain to you why, okay? Because, and I don't want this to sound like because I, I work for a comp- uh, competitor as far as a, well, competitor. Uh, I work for the other radio station in town. I work for 104.5 The Zone. This is not anything to do with, you know, me coming after Stillman. In fact, Stillman is a good friend of mine because you guys know that I used to, I started my career, as did Austin and Zach at 102.5 the game. But with all this being said, like, let me take this layer by layer, okay? Unless there's a link between Aaron Rodgers building a home here and him joining the Tennessee Titans, it's not a story. It's just the idea that Aaron Rodgers, like so many people, are coming to Tennessee from the state of California. One, because the tax taxation is much less in Tennessee as opposed to California, where so many athletes, including Aaron Rodgers, who is a California native, spend their off-seasons. There is a much, much less harsh 
tax laws. There is cheap land, not cheap real estate, but cheap land to be purchased and to build upon once you're at the financial status of somebody like Aaron Rodgers. He's not the first professional athlete to move to the state of Tennessee to spend their off end, uh, their off season in the state of Tennessee. So like from a journalistic standpoint, and again, I'm not, you know, I'm not here flexing journalistic credentials or anything like that. Jared and I both do similar jobs. The difference is that Jared is primary is solely a talk show host, and I'm a reporter who also happens to have a talk show, right? And so with all that being said, like, unless there's a legitimate link between the Titans and Aaron Rodgers building a home here, then there's no story. Like, that's the thing about all of this. And listen, Jared was very, very smart and wise to clip it off, put it on social media, let it go crazy, just as it did. It's very, very smart business in our industry. And even though some of the details he got incorrect, this is true. Like Aaron Rodgers is building a home here. But it's it's different than somebody like Steven Goskowski, right? When Goskowski, uh, when Goskowski moved to Franklin, and in fact did move to Franklin as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, who Stillman said is building in Franklin, he's actually building in Brentwood. Goskowski moved here to have a to have a uh, another opportunity to be an NFL kicker as he did in the 2020 season here in Tennessee coming off a of hip surgery. Vrabel was familiar with him, Robinson was familiar with him, made sense for him to purchase a home here. Again, plenty of people move here, makes a lot of sense especially if you're an NFL player seeking a job, but at this point uh, there's a couple of things that I need to debunk about this whole thing. One is we talked about the location is incorrect. Two, I've been out with a bunch of scouts and a bunch of NFL people here in Mobile, Alabama, because the entire league, for the most part, is here, even though the Senior Bowl is now concluded. And in the discussion, uh, in the discussion um, with uh, with uh, with uh, excuse me with people around the league last night, maybe his teammates don't expect him back in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers organization absolutely does because he is, in fact, under contract. Brandon Garcia chimes in because uh, the clip did make the Pat McAfee show. Brandon Garcia says, A.J. Hawk said he's open to the Titans on Pat McAfee, so he is right. And that's I'm not, I'm not saying that he is incorrect about that particular part. Aaron Rodgers may well be open to the Titans, but are the Titans open to him? Again, it does not – it does not – the story of him building a home here is not relevant unless there's a direct correlation to the idea that he's building a home here to come play for the Titans. Of course, that's not the case. It's just simply not the case. And there's a, you know, we, and this, this goes far and beyond the idea of an actual trade and what it would cost and why the hell the Packers would want to trade Aaron Rodgers for Ryan Tannehill, because there would also be draft capital associated with that. But the draft capital associated with that would be low, low round draft or low, draft picks because the Titans are picking 26th overall in the first round. So like you're basically saying you've got second round picks and I know they have future picks as well, but the value of those lower draft picks is not commensurate for a two time. Well, he's multiple time MVP, but a back to back potentially MVP. There's plenty of players who have land in Nashville. We, we talk about George Kittle all the time, the tight end for the 49ers. He's built a compound out in Thompson station. Are we having a big discussion about the Titans trading for George Kittle because he built a home here and he he, stay, he stays here in the offseason? Uh, of course we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like this it, it is it is topical, 
it is uh, timely, and it is it is fanning the flames type of thing. But if you're asking me whether there's a story here or not, big deal, little deal, no deal, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll tell you how I feel about this here in just a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the moment that we've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. You bet just 5 bucks or more and get 280 in free bets if your team does win. If you're not a new customer, you can bet on Super Bowl 56 props. DraftKings Sportsbook offers a wide range of props throughout the big game. You can take your shot at winning cash by predicting props, like I'm a non-quarterback will throw a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, and so much more. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code A2ZSports, get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more and get 280 in free bets if your team does win. With promo code A to Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, big deal, little deal, no deal. Aaron Rodgers building a home in Tennessee. That's the question that we're asking you. Uh, for uh, nobody wants to talk about Jordan living in the same area Aaron Rodgers is building, says Rick Bates. Well, yeah, there is the, there is also the the tangential connection with his family, uh, the family reportedly that he has a a, a strained relationship with. And and again, I I have no knowledge of that. I I know Jordan. Uh, excuse me, not Jordan. I know Luke a little bit. It's been a long time since I've talked to Luke Rogers because Luke used to uh, do some stuff with us at one hundred two five with with Jared, and I used to I used to be the producer for when Jordan uh, for when excuse me uh, for when um for when uh oh I just I literally just said the name I'm uh <laughs> uh this is driving me crazy anyway when uh when this took place and when his family you know Jordan played quarterback here you have a situation where I don't know whether Jordan lives full-time in Nashville or if he splits time between Dallas uh Luke thank you Brandon Williams Luke Rogers I apologize um, Luke Rogers and is in Nashville, is based in Nashville, used to work for CBS Sports. Um, there is a, a reportedly a strained relationship between him and his family. So the family tie has nothing to do with it. And again, could the Titans trade for Aaron Rodgers? Is it possible? Sure. It's, I'm not saying that's it, that it's impossible. Nobody, nobody is here to tell you that it's impossible. Am I saying that, it, am I saying that it's possible because he's bought a home here? No. The two things, or because he's building a home here? No. The two things have very, very little to do with one another. There are so many different things. Now, the newsworthy part of this is Aaron Rodgers being open to playing for the Tennessee Titans. That is, in fact, news, right? Unless he says it, how how are we to know that he's open to playing for Tennessee? But there's plenty of people who would be open to playing for Tennessee. That's not the issue. Is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Of course not. But as 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 you guys know how sports media works, and I don't do media bashing, and I'm not here to bash Jared. Like, Jared did the right, did the smart thing, even if he wasn't all buttoned up on the details. He did the smart thing from a media person standpoint. He had the clip. It went viral. Got a lot of traction. Pro Football Talk is writing headlines about it. Pat McAfee used the clip on his show today. I'm using the clip on 
the A to Z show today. We talked about it a little bit last night. And I told you, what I what did I tell you last night? I didn't want to talk about it last night because I didn't have all the information um, at my disposal. And I'm not saying that I still have all the information, but I have a hell of a lot more today than I did yesterday. And where everything is trending at this point, does it have anything to do with the idea that Aaron Rodgers would potentially be a Tennessee Titan in 2022? The answer is unequivocally no. No. That's the harsh reality of all of this. Uh, Carl Stokes says, you never know in the NFL, man. You know that, Buck. I, but I'm, I'm telling you, Carl, I'm not telling you that it's impossible. You're misunderstanding me. Listen to my words. Am I saying that it's possible? Yes. Am I saying that it's probable? No. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why people can't differentiate. And I'm not mad at you, Carl. I'm, I'm frustrated with just the whole idea of this generally. Why, pe- why people can't discern between possible and probable. It's just common sense. Like there's a million different places. I have a list and because, you know, I take I take notes on I take notes like a crazy person during the course of the radio show and on my notes from the radio show on Monday, because I just have these things strewn about. But this was relevant for today. So I'm glad that I had it with me. I wrote down a list of teams that could potentially need or flip things around with a uh, with a quarterback situation. Um, Brandon Garcia said, you just said no unequivocally. Is it? No, I didn't say did I, well if I said unequivocally that was a mistake uh that was a mistake by me. Is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. I don't believe I said unequivocally. I said I I I and if I did that was a that was a slip of the tongue. Um but at this point it is highly improbable, highly improbable that Aaron Rodgers ends up a Titan. Again, it was highly but to to the point, all right? To the point of the NFL being a uh, being you know, crazy and and things of that nature. I believed Julio Jones to be highly improbable last year. And what happened? Julio Jones ended up a Titan. But let me give you the difference between those two scenarios. And I'll do that here in just a second, right after I tell you about about our friends at Brian, or excuse me, at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Your dream address without the stress is what they offer you at GaryAshton.com, just as they've done it for Titans general manager John Robinson, just as they've done for Preds head coach John Hines. Maybe they'll do it for Aaron Rodgers. I have no idea. But the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage uh, is the best in the business. They will help you win with the Intel Edge, just as they did for me. My property value is through the roof because two years ago, I purchased my home with the Ashton team. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Um the, the Green Bay swap, says Cedric DeHair. But again, think, think about this rationally. Why would the Packers, why would the Packers want Ryan Tannehill? Why? Why would the Packers want Ryan Tannehill? Straight up for Aaron Rodgers. Why would they, why would they willingly give over the two-time, potentially, we'll see what happens uh, at the NFL Honors Award, but he's probably going to be the MVP of the league again. Why would, why would Green Bay do that? Unless, unless Tennessee was willing to offer them literally the, the next two entire draft, like the, the next two entire draft picks, like just 2022, 2023, take all of our draft picks and Ryan Tannehill and his contract. But then also keep in mind that Tennessee is already over substantially over the cap. So you're adding the quarterback with the second highest cap hit in all of the NFL and Aaron Rodgers. 
Tannehill is fifth. It's Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, uh, Deshaun Watson, which is laugh out loud funny, and then Ryan Tannehill. The difference between uh, the difference between Rodgers at this point, as far as the cap hit is concerned, and Ryan Tannehill is substantial in a year where you're already having to make the finances work. Are there things that they can do to make their team lesser by getting rid of good, well-paid players to make room for Aaron Rodgers? Of course. But here is the difference between the Julio Jones situation and Aaron Rodgers situation, okay? Consider last year that coming into the offseason, there was a uh, there was a there was a 16 and a half million dollar haircut on the salary cap. First time the NFL has ever lost money because of the pandemic. Because of that, teams for the first time across the board, not just the New Orleans Saints, were having to dip into salary cap loop, loopholes like voidable years. Somebody brought up Jayon Brown. Jayon Brown is another player who has a voidable year contract because he signed it before a certain date. It went from a three-year contract in voidable years to a one-year deal, and now he's an unrestricted free agent. There are plenty of different reasons why last year teams were jumping through all kinds of salary cap loopholes to try and make the money work because they just lost $16.5 million and the price tags on players continued to go up because that's how it works. Again, there are ways to manipulate the salary cap. Tampa Bay. New Orleans has done it. Tennessee did it last year with the Ryan Tannehill restructure. They even restructured Julio Jones. They gave Jayon Brown avoidable years deal. There are uh, there are a million loopholes that I am not smart enough to know. You are not smart enough to know. Only the people who manage the salary caps understand. Only the good people who who manage the salary caps are 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 able to completely understand the different manipulations and why I say it's possible but still improbable. Was Julio Jones possible last year? Yes. Was Julio Jones probable last year, even though it happened? No. And they still found ways to make it work. So with all that being said, I think that most people understand where we're coming from from this, right? Unless there is a legitimate connection between Aaron Rodgers building a home here and the Tennessee Titans, then it's not a story to me. Now, it can be a talking point. Obviously, we've done 24 minutes of talking on this, but because it's a big enough topic that people want to address, I feel the need to address the fact that it's not a dance. It's not, it's just not a story yet. Yet. If there are things that come of it, sure. Then we can talk about it with more legitimacy. But as we sit here right now, is this a story to me that, that merits, you know, uh, that merits great, uh, great discussion or, trying to figure out whether John Robinson is going to trade for Aaron Rodgers? No, I just just don't think that's the case. Brian John C. Thompson says, man, Buck is a Tannehill fan. He is biased. Well, one, I'm not a Tannehill fan. I'm not a a fan. You got, Brian, if you you watch the show long enough, you know this, man. Like, I'm not, if they have, and here's what I'll say, okay? If they have a shot at Aaron Rodgers, should they take it? Yes, of course. Nobody is arguing that. Have I said that? Have I said that the Titans should not pursue Aaron Rodgers if a deal there exists? I've never said that in my life. I believe that they should explore all potential opportunities. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, Deshaun Watson is the one thing that I would rule out just until the legal situation uh, until the legal situation is decided one way or the other. I have never in my life said, that the Titans should not explore all possible avenues to upgrade the roster. All I have said is that Ryan Tannehill is good enough to win a Super Bowl with. Matt Ryan, Demetrius, Matt, Demetrius, 
Did you not just hear me say that Matt Ryan has the biggest cap hit of any quarterback next year? Ryan Tannehill is on your books for $38 million. Matt Ryan would be on your books for 48. You don't, again, think about this rationally, reasonably. Look at these numbers before you throw these out, throw these things out there. There's a million different things uh, to go through this. Check your Twitter. You said Wilson was a manager. I sent you their stats. Brian, I don't know if you're just not listening to me when I talk, which is odd because you're in here an awful lot or you're clearly listening. You're clearly participating in the show. And by the way, that wasn't here. That was on the radio show. I didn't say that he was a manager. I said in the year that the Seattle Seahawks won the Super Bowl, he was not this version of Russell Wilson because he didn't have to be. They had the Legion of Boom. They had Marshawn Lynch. Brian, baby, I love you. Your one job is to listen. You're doing it really poorly. Help me help you, for God's sakes. <laughs> so with all that being said, let's let's put a bow on this conversation for now. All right? If there are any developments about it, we can spend some time on it uh, later on. But at this point, Elizabeth George says this is why Buck hates the offseason. I no, I love the offseason. Well, actually, that's not true. I large I hate the you're right, Elizabeth. I do hate the offseason. <laughs> I do. Truly in my soul, I hate the offseason because of things like this. But with just to just to kind of put it to land the plane on this particular situation. Um, to land the plane on this particular situation. Is there a legitimate story about Aaron Rodgers moving to Tennessee? I don't think that that's a story that's pertinent to the Titans unless there's a direct correlation to the Titans. That's one. Is it p- possible that Aaron Rodgers and the Titans could be explore, uh, could, could, ha- could have, you know, is, there, is it possible that the Tennessee Titans are exploring possible trades for Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or anyone in between? Yes, of course it is possible. In fact, they have explored all possible opportunities and will continue to do so until such time. But with all that being said, with all that being said, is it probable that this is going to happen based on the fact that he's building a house here? Guys, no, no, not, not yet, not yet. Just wait. I know that that's not what you want to do, but just, just give it a second. Don't get all freaked out every time a, f- a famous person moves to Nashville and you think he's going to get tra- or the Titans are going to trade for him. There's so many more reasons. So many more reasons why this is not yet, yet, probable, yet, probable that, that, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that I think people just need to take a step back and really go through all the different manipulations of how these things go through, uh, or how these things go down. Um, <laughs> uh, David Arnold says, let's be honest, Buck. How much do us fans annoy you? No, you guys don't annoy me, man. You keep me employed. I love you guys. I really do. The, the whole reason that I'm sitting here for 29 minutes now trying to explain to you this thing is because I want you to be informed. I'm not doing that because you annoy me. I'm doing that because I care about you. I want you to be smarter when you talk about these things. I'm not saying that you're not having smart conversations now. I'm not saying that all of you are, are having smart conversations right now. Some of you are having dumb conversations. And all I'm trying to do is help you. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> So if that comes off as, as me being annoyed, please know that that's not true. It's just, it's just something like, like Joe Michael Swing brings up Rex Ryan lives in, living in Nashville. Like, is Rex Ryan going to coach the Titans? No, come on. <laughs> I, uh, I, I want, I want to, uh, I, I, 
because Elizabeth said that I hate the offseason and some some things of the offseason I really do. But um, some of these conversations are really, really fun to have. And it's it's classic like sports talk fodder material. And so I'm happy to have you guys. Uh, happy to have conversations like this all the time, even if they drive me batshit crazy. <laughs> Y'all are the best. All right, let's move on. And uh, let's move on. And if Roger, if anything happens, by the way, big deal, little deal, no deal. I didn't even answer my question. Is it a big deal, little deal, no deal that Aaron Rodgers is building a house here? No, it's not a big deal yet. Yet. Breathe. I want to I wanna talk about a bunch of denials that came out from the Giants, Dolphins, and Broncos today about Brian Flores. Uh, speaking of annoyed and irritated and pissed off, um, Brian Flores, as you know, is suing all of the NFL at this point. And uh, as that as that news broke yesterday, um, there was uh, there was very very little noise from the league other than other than coming out and saying that uh, there was no grounds for this in reality. When of course there were, because they'd all just been laid out in a lawsuit by Brian Flores, but nothing by the parties that he specifically named. The New York Giants organization, who apparently he was scheduled to have a sham Rooney Rule interview with, um, the Miami Dolphins, who he used to coach with. Allegedly, their owner, Stephen Ross, was offering him $100,000 per game that he lost. And then the Denver Broncos, because he said that John Elway and a bunch of uh, Broncos executives that showed up um, to his interview late, considerably late, and smelling of a night, a big night out on the town, did not take his interview seriously in saying that it was a bit of a Rooney Rule sham. So with all these denials that came out today, I want to ask you guys, Who's Brian Flores' denial do you believe the least? The Giants, the Dolphins, or the Broncos? We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac is the best in the business because they can do commercial. They can do residential. Brymac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. All right, so. Whose denial do you believe the least of those three organizations? Uh, for JJ on YouTube, it's the Broncos, John Elway, apparently. And I'll pull up the John Elway thing specifically. I'll read the John Elway denial at this point because that was getting, uh, that was getting a lot of traction. Um, he, he responded to the lawsuit today. He called Brian Flores' allegations false and defamatory, according to the president of football operations of the Denver Broncos, John Elway. Uh, he uh, So false and defamatory is the words that he used. He said, I took Coach Flores very seriously as a candidate for our head coaching position in 2019, enjoyed our three-and-a-half interview with him, along with the rest of our group. I was prepared and ready and fully engaged during the interview as Brian shared his experience and vision for our team. It's unfortunate and shocking for the first time this week that Brian felt differently about our interview with him. Again, Brian Flores accused, <laughs> accused Brian, uh, jo- John Elway and team CEO Joe Ellis showing up more than an hour late to the interview. They looked completely disheveled, and it was obvious that they had been drinking heavily the night before. So, like, he straight took them out at this point. So, do you believe Elway uh, more than the Giants, who denied the uh, the idea that he was a Rooney Rule f- uh, sham interview equivocally, or uh, or Stephen Ross, who is the owner of the Miami Dolphins, who said similar comments about the idea that he paid or was offering to pay Brian Flores $100,000 per loss the season that they were trying to tank 
for Tua. Which of you, which of those do you believe the least? And for me, which of those do you believe the least? And why is it, why is it Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, Omar, this is a monumental lawsuit for Brian Flores, for the league, and also for a lot of black coaches who are desperately waiting to see if something changes. Look, Flores was open that he has to be about the action. He wanted to put his name behind this, put his words behind it, and put his receipts behind the action. And that's the real change here. Coaches have talked privately and sometimes publicly for a long time about feeling like there's injustice, the Rooney Rule being sham interviews, all of the things that Brian Flores mentions. But the difference is Brian Flores has the receipts. And he mentioned that uh, that text message he got from Bill Belichick and, uh, you know, referring to Brian DeBole and the Giants job. And that's one part that they feel like is their smoking gun that they're going to use to court. And I'm told that they don't plan on settling this case unless there is real change. And there's two real parts of this situation. The first is the accusations of racial and discrimination. And you look at this and you look at some of the numbers, hard to argue. Only one black head coach, no black ownership, four black offensive coordinators. These are things that came out and have been out even before Brian Flores' statement. But when you look at it, I've had conversations with black assistant coaches for the last 18 hours, and one message really stuck, sticks with me. He said, none of us have been brave enough to do what Brian Flores has done. But ultimately, now he's the face of our movement. And now going forward, they're hoping that more coaches, Brian Flores and his team are, will come and join this class action suit. I actually had two coaches reach out to me last night and, and try to figure out how they can connect it with Brian Flores so they can share their story, share their receipts as well. And the second part of this is the accusations uh, towards the Dolphins and what happened with Brian Flores there and feeling like Steve Ross um, was offering him $100,000 to lose games there. I actually talked to one of the witnesses um, who heard Steve Ross say that. So they're going to use that. There was multiple witnesses there in that situation. So all of this is going to be lawyers involved in this. But I think the biggest thing about this week and about Brian Flores' statement is it's bringing larger attention to what has been maybe the biggest issue for black assistant coaches that we're not getting a fair shot and this needs to be corrected. And a lot of this starts with ownership. So that's our buddy Cam Wolf with a really, really thorough report uh, on NFL Network about whom he spoke to with Brian Flores' camp and confirming that Stephen Ross uh, did, in fact, according to multiple people, offer $100,000 to Brian Flores per loss if he was to tank throughout the course of that season. And I see a lot of people asking, uh, does he have receipts? And yes, those Bill Belichick texts are, in fact, receipts of what Brian Flores was alleging that he was a he was a sham interview they had already decided that Brian Dable was going to get the job and they were still interviewing for Brian Flores to satisfy the Rooney rule situation uh which of those do I believe the least I believe Stephen Ross the owner of the Dolphins the least because Stephen Ross is a known uh, uh flip-flopper for lack of a better term on uh, on discussions of race and equity he gives he does give a great deal of money to uh to causes that are known to help support minorities and he has been out there publicly quite often on those causes but also his donations politically would all indicate that that is not in fact what he is interested in and his business dealings allegedly from a lot of reporting in the Miami Herald are less than honest as far as these things are concerned. And this is something that's going to continue to come out um, as far as other coaches who have been a part of this. Jim Caldwell, who's just stopped taking interviews because he was tired of being the token minority Rooney Rule interview. Uh, Steve Wilkes is in this category 
as well, the former Arizona Cardinals head coach. Again, these guys may be good or bad at uh, at a job. Buck, this is a political issue. Take a side at your own peril. What side am I taking? I'm taking the side of I want there to be equity in hiring practices, man. This is not a political issue. This is a matter of do you want fairness in your workplace? And I'm asking all of you that, right? This is, this. do I want fairness in my workplace? Hell yes, I want fairness in my workplace. If there's somebody better who is more qualified to do the job than me, and they happen to be a minority, then they should get the job over me, right? If they beat me out for the job, it should be done, regardless of race, sex, creed, religion, whomever is the best person for the job should have the opportunity to get that job and not have their fate decided while walking into an interview that they know is not going to be taken seriously. What political, this is nothing political. And listen, I used to think that race is not political. And apparently that's super foolish on me because race is something that we have turned hyper political uh, in, in this, in this climate. And I find that to be truly distasteful. But with all that being said, Matt, what, what side am I on? Damn what you think, Matt, to be honest with you. I'm taking the side of what is right, for God's sakes. What side do you want to be on? Do you want to be on the right side of history? Do you want to be on the side that's hugely discriminatory? Uh, that's entirely up to you, Matt. So I would say you take a side at your own peril. What kind of, kind of, kind of nonsense is that? It makes zero sense to me. Um, all right. Let's... Uh, the side just I just so stupid uh and listen Matt and I'm not I'm not yelling at you I just find I find that as a statement and as a thought process I don't understand the logic on that I'm not interested in taking a side I'm just interested in seeing things done the right way Ian Talley says Buck is invited to the cookout (laughs) oh listen if I could cook I'd bring something but you know uh you know, I got a, I got nothing on, I got nothing on the grill. I Uber eats all my meals, man. I, I got nothing on that, <laughs> but I'll come, I'll come and hang out. I love it. But with all that being said, uh, with all that being said, I'm not, I'm not in, I'm, you know, take a side, man. It's just, come on. <laughs> I got no, I got no energy for that kind of shit today. Really, man. That's, uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. Uh, it's a shallow statement, but call it what it is. Nah, you know, I just, uh, I just, uh, I mean, I, I think I've called it what it is. I've called it what it is. I, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting way of thinking is what I will say to you. And, uh, as far as that is concerned, I would say, you know, what we, do you want to be on the right side of history? Matt? That's, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, been a fun show tonight. Really, really enjoyed, uh, really, really enjoyed our, our conversation together, even though I found the, Ian, the Aaron Rodgers stuff to be utterly ridiculous. I, uh, Sam, Sam on YouTube says, as a Jew, I can say Buck is invited to the bar, bar mitzvahs and the bris. Well, bris is the, uh, bris is the circum, uh, circumcision ceremony, right? I think that that seems awfully personal to invite me to, but as a, uh, as an Egyptian and, uh, and who is dating somebody who is, uh, of, uh, of Jewish, of Jewish, uh, background, uh, listen, we, we transcend all race. Like I said, races, creeds, religion, sex, whatever. I got you. I, I got, I love everybody. I really, really do. I love everybody. As long as you're not a rotten human being, if you're a rotten human being, I got no time for you. <laughs> that being said, have a fantastic weekend. If you want to hang out with us on the radio show tomorrow, I'm going to be, I'm flying back to Nashville early tomorrow morning. I will be there. Uh, I will be there in time to do the radio show. Hopefully knock on wood. 
that the weather does not delay me. Uh, Coach Dave McGinnis, Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, Trevor uh, Trevor Sycama of Pro Football Focus. They are uh, they're all going to be on the radio show tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun from ten to one. So hang out with us. And if I don't talk to you then, I'll see you on Sunday night. The next time we do A to Z Sports Prime Time. See y'all later.